welcome to the Australian Hiker Podcast, Australia's longest-running hiking podcast downloaded over one million times worldwide and providing you with an Australian perspective on all things hiking. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage, coming to you from Ngunnawal and Ngambri country. In today's episode, episode 269, we celebrate reaching the one million download mark for this podcast. Before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to help support Australian Hiker and this podcast, there are a couple of ways that you can help us out. Firstly, by subscribing on your podcast host of choice so that each episode is available as soon as it's published. And if you have the opportunity, leave us a five-star review. Another way to support us is go to the Australian Hiker website at www.australianhiker.com.au and click on the supporters page and buy us a coffee. You can do a one-off donation or become a monthly supporter. All donations are greatly appreciated and help us to continue producing this podcast and blog. Now let's get on to today's episode. It's Saturday the 30th of September 2023 and earlier today the Australian Hiker podcast reached a major milestone passing the 1 million download mark. Woohoo! Who would have thought that when we launched Australian Hiker in November 2016 that we would get to this point? In this podcast episode, we look back over the past crazy seven years and talk about where we're heading in the future. For us, reaching the 1 million download mark is a goal we've been working to for, as we said, just on seven years. And we never really expected to get to this point, given that most podcasts last on average for about seven to eight episodes um, uh, before people realise what's involved in getting a podcast to air. It's a lot of work. It is. Now, this is actually episode 269, but we have actually released 270 episodes. But we don't count the first one. We don't count the first one. No, that's right. And it was just one of these sort of things that when uh, it was a, it was a time and place where people used to produce episode zero, which was saying, "Hey, we've got a podcast coming up, and you know you can expect episode one coming up soon." So I must admit, if I was doing that again, I would start off with episode one because it makes the counting a bit easier. <laughs> Now, let's have a look at some facts for the Australian Hiker podcast. As we said, 270 episodes in total. The shortest episode, which is episode zero, is five minutes long. The longest, which is episode 80, uh, which is week five on the Bibbulmun track from 2018, is two hours and nine minutes. Now, I'll be honest here, I'm 99% sure that's the correct episode. I'm pretty sure there aren't any longer episodes, but I could be wrong. <laughs> We'll wait for someone to correct you. Yeah, we will. Now, the top 10 episodes in reaching the 1 million downloads was number one, which is Bibbleman Track Week 1. Number two, Tangles and Tales, interview with Lucy Barnard. Number three, Getting Fit for Hiking. Number four, Bibbleman Track Week 2. Number five, Bibbleman Track Week 3. Number six, dehydrated food on the trail. Number seven, how much does it cost to hike? Number eight, Bibbleman Track Week 5. Uh, we seem to have skipped week four there. Number nine, Australia's long distance trails. And number 10, three capes expectations versus reality. It's a really interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I think on the Bibbleman Track, they were probably listening to you lose all that weight. <laughs> 
Now, I think we, we did seem to skip episode four there for some reason, but in all honesty, it uh, I think episode four ended up being number 11, number 11. or 12. <laughs> yeah, so it was close, but it wasn't quite there. So you would have noticed that six out of the top 10 episodes are trail-related, and that, in all honesty, doesn't surprise us. We generally find that in any given year, the most popular episodes upon release tend to be the trade expos that we do on an annual basis, mm-hmm. uh, but they have a limited life. Generally, they last for about a year and then the next ones replace them a the year after. Whereas things like the Bibbleman Track, they're well and truly over 5,000 downloads for those episodes. And in fact, all that top 10 has more than 5,000 downloads for each of those episodes. And, and again, in some cases, substantially more does actually show that people are interested in trail reviews and hearing about what's going on with trails. And we'll talk about that a bit later. So the Bibbleman Track series is by far our most popular trail series. And again, I think at that stage, nobody else had done a series of podcasts on that track. And it still continues to be one of the more popular series and popular series of podcast episodes that is downloaded. From a point of view of where our downloads come from, these to a great extent at least for the top two, has been fairly consistent over the last seven years. And the top 10 countries are Australia, USA, UK, New Zealand, Canada, and unsurprisingly there, we've got five English-speaking countries, so not not, not something I would have uh, thought given a second thought to. Assuming we speak English. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) Germany, India, Ireland, and you can class them as an English-speaking country as well. Um, And then they do speak a a form of Gaelic over there as well. So uh, that one did surprise me. France and Taiwan. Now, having said that, though, you know, six out of ten of our top download countries are English-speaking, but the top five countries account for 95% of the downloads, with roughly 90% of those downloads coming from Australia. And given we are the Australian Hiker Podcast, that's not surprising. Yeah. And I guess in terms of the English speaking, you mean English as a first language as opposed to a second language. Yeah, yeah. Because all of those countries do speak English. Yeah. And certainly if you look at Canada as a country, some provinces tend to be more French speaking, some are English speaking. And as I said, it doesn't surprise us that the English speaking countries uh, are the ones where we're most downloaded. So what makes us different? On our long trails, as an example, things like the Bibble and Track, I record, edit, and release the episodes as I'm walking. Now, I'm certainly not the first person in the world to do this. I got that idea from a US hiker on the Pacific Crest Trail who's no longer operating, but I thought that just made sense. And for me, it's more about giving you real-time interviews or recordings as I'm going. So if we're having a bad day, you'll hear it in my voice. If, you ha- if we're having a good day, you'll also hear that as well. I think it's about sharing the experience. And, you know, for some of those longer trails, I guess people wouldn't necessarily do them. A, a lot fewer people do the longer ones. But even on the shorter ones, it's it's really about the the sense of the walk, um, not just what you're seeing, but the experience of doing the walk and what you're feeling and, you know, the value, I guess, overall. And and it gives people an opportunity. I think if, if they may never do that walk, it gives them an opportunity to live vicariously through others and we all like doing that. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, I don't always have a wheel. We don't always have the opportunity to release as we're walking. It really relies on getting internet <laughs> signal as we go. Sometimes that's pretty tricky. Yeah. And certainly for us, I mean, things like the Lara Penta Trail, which was our first, uh, they, they, they weren't actually our first episodes we released, but they were the first episodes that we recorded. Uh, and, you know, in that situation there, we didn't have internet access along the trail. So we had to put those episodes together once we returned back home again. Whereas in the case of the Bibbleman track, I was in a town roughly every six, seven, eight days. Uh, I was having a rest day and that gave me an opportunity to re-record as I was going. So it really does depend on the trail. It depends on also the length of the trail as well. So doing a four-day or a five-day trail doesn't really give us much of an opportunity to record and release as we're going. Well, we record as we're going, um, but we don't necessarily release and and, you know, in the case of the Cape to Cape in WA just recently, we probably couldn't have even done that. There were only a couple of spots where we had a good enough internet connection to be able to do that. And I do remember when we did the Human Hovel Track in 2019, uh, the first on-trail episode that we recorded and released was actually in one of the caravan parks and I ended up having to walk from <laughs> down the bottom of the park up towards the top of the park and sit outside the office, which was closed. And that was the only place we had internet signal and it was pretty weak. So it took me a long time. Yeah, you were uh, away a long yeah. time. And when we recorded, we'd edited already in the uh, in the accommodation uh, and it just took me a long time to download it and get it uh, published. So not always logistically an easy thing to do. And there are certainly some trials that I plan on doing in the coming years where I know I won't be able to do that because they're so remote, the, the internet just doesn't exist. I, when you were talking about Human Hovel, I thought you were going to mention the recording that we did where I fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> during the recording. <laughs> and, a bit of embarrassing. And in that one, we, we were actually sitting in a tent <laughs> uh, in our sleeping bags, but I just had, uh, had enough phone signal and internet signal to go through and produce. We also produce some very unique interviews as well, and while we are – focus on Australian trails, we also like to, where we can, give an Australian perspective on, on the international hiking scene. So we have had a number of recordings come out of the UK, out of the US, and out of other parts of Europe, uh, where I've been contacting people via Skype and recording interviews uh, and releasing those. So it's the sort of thing that where I can, if, if the people I need to talk to are overseas, we have that ability and we have released uh, a few episodes at least where people have come from overseas or been overseas hikers. Uh, and I'll give us an, an example here. The cartoonist Boots McFarlane, who that was her, her writing name and her cartoon name, uh, and we recorded her from out of the U.S., so again, it's the sort of thing, sometimes you can't tell where the recordings are from, uh, but you may pick it up from the accents. Yeah, and the idea is a bit of variety and, you know, give a different slant on uh, people's experiences in hiking. Do you write cartoons, drawing cartoons, yep. um, all the way through to do, doing some of those well-known overseas trails? Okay, so what do our listeners think? So in relation to our reviews, we we certainly have asked people over the year to go through and leave us a review. Uh, and it, as of this podcast episode, we had 373 reviews from people who have listened to our podcast. And most, but, but not all, are fairly positive as well. Uh, 
we, as much as we try, we're never going to keep everybody happy all of the time, but we certainly try our best. Well, we have a 4.7 out of 5 rating, so I think that's, you know, pretty good. And in the last couple of months, we've had some nice compliments, I guess. So I'll just read out a few. This one's from Katha, um, headed such a great resource for Australian hikers. As a new hiker, Tim and Jules' journeys and information has been extremely valuable to me. I love hearing about their adventures and opinions. I often find myself going through their gear lists and reviews when needing something. Thanks so much for all you do for the hiking community. And here's another one uh, from Jen W. Best Hikers Podcast. Jill and Tim always offer such reliable info. Love their part two of the Cape to Cape episode. I bought back so many memories of doing that track myself. Glad I wasn't the only hiker to really struggle with all of those deep, soft sand sections, which wreaked havoc on my ankles and feet. Fantastic content. Can't wait for the next trail review. Another one where we've got Walks the Talk, user says, uh, a seriously enjoyable outdoors podcast. As an armchair dreamer, I love the effort put into every Australian hiker podcast. Whether from the track or the gear testing laboratory, every episode is interesting. And finally, I've recently stumbled across this podcast and I'm quite enjoying it. I've been doing relatively short hikes over the past few years and I'm working my way up to doing overnight and multi-day hiking. I'm finding the podcast interesting, relaxing and entertaining way to learn more about this. From our perspective, I certainly do find that comments like this just tend to reinforce why we first started Australian Hiker in the first place. And for us, it was about in 2014, actually, when we were planning the Larapinta Trail, uh, I needed a lot more information and a lot more detail than I could find online. And, and to a great extent, it was I had a, an ageing mother who was fairly ill and I was concerned that I needed to be able to contact and get in touch with family members to see how she was going at the time. Uh, so finding out where there was phone signal on the Larapenta Trail was a good example there. And I think for me, I tend to have a particular like about how we do trail reviews. So we tend to only review trails that we've walked. We don't do armchair reviews. And that gives you an idea both in photographic and written view about what it's like from that individual trails. Yeah, and for us, that well, that was a pretty important aspect. Uh, we wanted that real-life experience and, you know, wanted to make it meaningful for people and, you know, real. And certainly the podcast followed that same routine as well. Now, from a logistical perspective, getting these podcasts to air is – it's certainly for me, it's a labour of love. I really do enjoy doing it. I enjoy talking through the episodes. I enjoy talking through product and I enjoy talking to other hikers to hear their experiences. And that's probably the easy bit. When we do interviews, I probably spend around about an hour putting the interview notes together and liaising with the person I'm going to be interviewing. From there, the actual podcast itself it might take roughly... 30, 40, 45 minutes or whatever the case may be to record the podcast. And then I find just out of average more than anything else for a one hour podcast, it'll probably take me around about three hours to edit and get it through onto the air. And over the years, I've changed the editing process and how I do things. I used to, uh, when I first started off, 
go through and record the podcast, go through and do an edit, and then come back and listen again and do an, a second edit as I went through. There was one episode in particular for uh, uh, purely logistical reasons where I changed all that, where I only tend to listen once through these days, but I actually do editing in fairly fine detail. And I know it's not necessarily the way that a lot of podcasters around the world will do it, but if you've gone through and listened to all 200 and all, all, all previous 269 episodes, including episode zero, you'll hear as we've developed and how things have changed. And there's one episode in particular where, certainly from my perspective, I think that I, I reached a, a peak, if you like, about going through the editing process. So it is a time-consuming process to get things up online. And this is one of the reasons we mentioned before that the average podcast tends to only last around about eight episodes because of the time involved getting things put together. Earlier on in this episode, we mentioned our shortest and our longest podcast. But as an average, we tend to sit around about the 30-minute mark. Uh, and I must admit, I do try and sit that 10% plus or minus 30 minutes. It's more about what is there to say. And I don't sit there with the timer, although I have got my podcast recording device, which is sitting here, and I can see what timing is there. But it's more about, have I said everything? Have I covered everything? And it just so happens to the structure, the way we do things, end up being that roughly 27 to 33, 27 to 40 minutes on average. And sometimes we do longer ones. So it always surprises me how much there is to say about really boring topics. <laughs> so I think uh, I won't say which one it was, but I, there was one that I thought, really, are we doing a podcast on this one? And we ended up talking for about 45 minutes, which really surprised me. And then others, you know, sometimes we get to about the 20 minute mark. So I, I think that point that you were making about if there's something to say, we'll say it and we'll keep talking rather than have a set time frame and try and fill in the gaps. And certainly when I get to the editing process, sometimes I will chop sections out if I feel it doesn't contribute to the uh, the actual episode itself. Not my sections, though. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, and I think if you listen to the episodes, I mean, episode zero, we were reading from a piece of paper. You know, we were nervous. We were worried about making sure we got everything in place. So we were reading from a piece of paper. Whereas usually, apart from I've got an introduction text, which we do tend to read to make sure we've covered everything off, but otherwise we work from a series of dot points and expand from there. One thing you'll notice if you listen from episode zero onwards, uh, certainly we feel we've gotten a bit more polished and uh, you may have noticed in this episode we had new introduction music. I decided that after a million episodes, <laughs> a, million, a million downloads rather, that it was time for some new music. Uh, so again, that's just something you know, I was quite Happy, and it took me a long time to pick the original music, but we just decided it was time for a change. The other thing I'll say with the episodes as well, Jill often says, you know, how are we still going with this podcast? And again, the uh, we'll talk about where we're heading in a moment, but yeah, you know, it, it it surprises me. For me, most of my ideas for this podcast happening when I'm walking, uh, and in fact, I had. Uh, yesterday morning was my latest one. I, I, I cl clicked on a topic that I hadn't really thought about before and 
it's it's the sort of thing, you know, there's the obvious ones like setting up a tent or choosing a pack or choosing a sleeping bag, those sort of things, which, you know, are low-hanging fruit. But sometimes there are some topics we just we just don't think about and just click uh, and just come through. So it's it often surprises me the amount of episodes that I haven't actually done yet. And I've, I'm already probably about one third of the way into next year with scheduling for next year's podcasts. Now that they're, they're all the way through the year, but I tend to work that six to eight months in advance. Yeah. And when you get those grand ideas, that's, that's when I go, really? The other thing that does surprise us as well, sometimes we think, oh, this is a really amazing topic and it's really important <laughs> and we think people need to know it. And, you know, it does okay. Uh, and other times we think, oh, I'm not quite sure about this episode. I, I will do it, but I'm not, not quite sure how it'll go. And it just blows us away at the number of downloads we get and the other interest that people have. So, again, we, we don't make assumptions that people have the same interests that we have. Uh, but, yeah, it does surprise us. Now, where are we heading into the future? Now, obviously, as I said, we we are running out of choosing a tent, choosing a sleeping bag sort of style episodes, and we will be moving towards more towards doing interviews and trail reviews over the coming years, and particularly probably more so towards the end of next year onwards that will be the case. I must admit I've got a couple of trails, one in particular, which I won't mention, where I'm expecting extremely good downloads. And again, that's not the only reason we choose to do it, but it's a trail we've had on our list for a while and we just haven't got around to doing it but because it'll take a while uh, and that'll probably be a couple of years off. You know, I, won't, I won't spoil the surprise, uh, but it's one that we, we know will do well. He's, he keeps saying we, but I don't, I'm not sure I know which one it is either. <laughs> so it'll be a surprise for me too. <laughs> In addition to being downloaded one million times, our download numbers on a monthly basis puts us in roughly the top 15% of all podcasts worldwide, not just outdoor podcasts. That's a big that's a big claim to fame, isn't it? It is. It is. Now, we're never going to be number one. You, know, you, get, <laughs> you get episodes or, or shows like Joe Rogan and some of the others that are doing a million, epi- million downloads per episode. That's never going to be us because we're a small niche sort of market. Uh, but certainly for a podcast that's based in Australia with an Australian population that's much smaller than Europe or the US really does uh, surprise us. And finally, what we'd like to say is thank you very much for everyone for downloading and listening to the Australian Hiker Podcast, for providing comments, and for every so often providing ideas for interviews. We've got an interview coming up in the next two or three episodes that came from a contact we had from a, a regular listener and we're actually putting that into place. And as I said, that'll be in around about two to three weeks. So again, we don't come up with all the ideas ourselves, and we certainly do appreciate people giving us their thoughts, and we will see how things go. Yeah, so big thanks to everyone. I mean, this is a one million downloads. Uh, that's not our doing, that's your doing. And you know, with the variety, there's something in there for everyone. And hopefully we'll continue to be able to meet that need and make it as interesting as we possibly can and uh, occasionally get Tim to laugh at my jokes. He laughs, but 
silently. <laughs> Trust me. Okay, that's all for this week. Uh, thank you for helping us to celebrate reaching this major milestone. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.